Your host Jason, along with Chris. Yo. Okay, we thought we were going to be uh, done for the year, but but because last time we talked, Mary came, we did had the whole uh, may or may not have a season. So luckily, holidays are around the corner. Thanksgiving is past. We're getting closer and closer to Christmas. About two weeks out, we're officially in Hanukkah. Yeah, Hanukkah just started, so we're. Uh, I'm not sure how Kwanzaa works in there. I think that's after Christmas. Is it? I think it's after Christmas. But happy Hanukkah to any of our uh, Jewish friends out there. Yep. So, eight nights, right? Eight. Eight crazy nights. Eight cra- yeah. Only reason is that movie because Adam Sandler movie. And the song. Only, and the song, of course. Um. So is that everything's? How's everything going? Good. Yeah. Chris you know. is Chris is wearing the uh, his official the reverse retro jersey as we record. So uh, yeah, that's. I've decided who I'm going to put on it. Yep. I'm leaning Shen. Shen. Mm, possible captain material there. We'll I think, see. I, think, I, I mean, think it's going to O'Reilly. Let's I, be yeah, I, I really if think it's, it's not. Gonna... I think we'd be. Sh- I think all everybody, a lot of people, be shocked if it's not O'Reilly. Because yeah. uh, Armstrong talked about this, which I was going to bring this up later, but we'll get into it now. Uh, over at the Camo Strickland podcast, they have their hockey podcast over there, so they guest every week. Yep. And they had a really good one, which normally, obviously, you shouldn't say. You know. Go listen to another podcast. But after you're done with this one. Yeah, go listen to the Doug Armstrong. Doug Armstrong, episode. which is oh, like about two hours. And it was really, it's really good and very candid, too. Yeah, I like that. Armstrong was really kind of, like he said, candid and just kind of was, he basically, a couple of things that came out of it. And um, After the Blues to make the playoffs, couple on the 2018, he was ready to hand in his resignation, even though he just got an extension from Tom Stillman. Wow. He got an extension earlier during the season. Yeah. Then they didn't get make the playoffs. Remember, they started off really yep. very, very Christmas that year. 2017 to 2018, and just fell apart. They were in first, first or second place overall, and then just bottom fell, fell out. Bottom fell out, and they just couldn't. It was like the reverse of 2019. Yeah. So then, obviously, things that happened the following year, we continued to tank, even though we had O'Reilly and some mm-hmm. other guys. And obviously, things happened. Turned out pretty well for us the rest of that year. It was a pretty so, all right year. So it was good that he kind of like you know hung in there, and everything was good. So I think that was really interesting, and. Um, his views on the captaincy, which is the other thing I was going to bring up, how it shouldn't be somebody who's going to have a contract or a young player for a long time. Because remember, it's kind of what happened with the whole Chris Pronger thing. Mm-hmm. We had Chris Pronger. It was like, oh, this is a guy that we think is going to be around for a long time and a good player. Remember at the time, he wasn't Chris Pronger-esque that I we agree. know of now. He was kind of like, young kid, let's see. He has untapped potential. He seems decent mm-hmm. and wound up. Not saying the captain propelled him there, but he fulfilled his potential. Obviously, and, I would say so, and did very well. So that turned out really well for him becoming captain. Because remember, it was like I don't know, like Hall was not captain. McKennis, we thought McKennis was going to be for sure the captain yep. back then, and then it wound up being was it Dallas Drake? Dallas Drake was after uh, yeah, after all that, Dallas Drake was captain. Yeah, and then uh, McKennis got hurt and was out for out, but his uh, career was over. So yep. yeah, interesting there. So. We think at the end of the day, I O'Reilly, think it's O'Reilly. Is, O'Reilly is even because even Shen has the eight-year contract. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that he is going to get, get the captain just because he's going to be around the most. And that's what Armstrong said. He's like, I'm not going to base it on somebody. He wants it to base it on somebody who 
fits the profile of the team, which one, that's O'Reilly and Chen. I think that fits both mm-hmm. of them really well. And two is somebody who can get a hold of the room, and I think that fits them both. Do you think they it's also, weird that Tarasenko's not even in the conversation? Part of me wants to say yes just because of like, but he also, that's the other thing he said. He's like, you don't give it to your best player or your most, like, your no. best scorer. That's, I mean, he says that's kind of the mentality it was in, like, the 80s and right. 90s. You give, or you give it to, like, your best player, and then everybody follows the best player, which right. now uh, he said it should be somebody who is how your team is built or how your team acts and stuff. And that's, and O'Reilly and Shen, I think, are too, is like hardworking. Mm-hmm. I said made defense first, but. I would say they're good two-way players. Good two-way play. I think that's it. I think at the end of the day, that's what this team is. They play both ends of the ice really well. I think as long as I've been following the Blues, and I really got into hockey towards the middle end of the '80s, um, I think the only time the Blues went with a front runner for a captain was when they gave it to Hull. Yep. I mean, you you could say Gretzky, but you're not going to not make Wayne Gretzky your captain. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm going back in time, it was Garth Butcher. Garth Butcher wasn't necessarily a star player. Mm-hmm. You know, Dallas Drake. You know. Eric Brewer, I uh, guess, to a degree. Well, think about it. I mean, to a degree. I mean. Yeah. I, God, Eric Brewer. Eric Brewer, yeah. I, you know what's funny? I have a picture of myself. I'm going to go off on a tangent for a minute. We'll come back. I have a picture of myself and the guys in Brook Royal. Um, Which you just posted recently. Yeah, it came up in memories of us with Eric Brewer. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, he might be the nicest man I've ever met. We had one of their little nephews with us, and Brewer came out and took the picture and then said, let me go back and see who's still in the locker room, and I'll make sure they come out and see you. Which, yeah. Which is awesome. Which doesn't need to do that. Um, I just wish he could play hockey. Yeah. And I know that everyone was like, oh, well, everyone just gave him crap because he was traded for, for, for Pronger. No, man. The dude made the same mistakes every game for however many years he was here. Yeah, maybe it was the he, weight of being he, the guy who traded for Pronger maybe. He got to could him, I don't know. not hold a puck in the zone for the life of him. Mm-hmm. Just couldn't do it. Couldn't defend a dude in front of the goal for the life of him. Um, I don't know, man. I just – yeah, I think that he had the weight for, of being traded for Pronger, but like uh, whatever. Anyway. Um, and then you go into recent times, I wouldn't call David Backus a superstar. No. I mean, player. he was a good player. Good player, yeah. You know, uh, now, Petrangelo, superstar. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Elite. he's probably uh, – but I wouldn't call him the front runner. It would have been much easier to give it to to someone like Tarasenko. And that's the other thing is the Blues tend to have a history of giving the captaincy to defensemen. Yeah, very much so. Over time, like you see, if you go through, I'm sure there's a good chunk McGinnis, of McGinnis, Pronger, uh, Petro, Butcher. And that's just recent memory. And Brewer we just talked about. Brewer, so, I mean, another one, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you have a lot of guys. I'm sure we go back further. We can find some. I know, like, Brian Sutter was co- captain for a long time. It's yeah. I'm sure if you mix in, uh, I don't know if Bob Player was or not. Barney wants to say yes, but I, I mean, don't remember. We have to do some Googling. I'll do I some mean, Google then you have, you know, obviously, your Halls, Gretzky's. Do some Google um, while we're talking. Dallas Drake. I'm getting some other stuff because we got at least a couple of things to talk about. I saw, I all, <clears throat> excuse me, a couple of fun things to talk about. But mm-hmm. let's get into like the basic reason we decided to record was. Yep. Looks like we're having hockey officially back. About a month from today. About a month. We we saw Boba. Redo that. Yep. Too much thoughts. January thirteenth. Correct. It's the day that I'm shooting for. So about a month from today. Yep. 
So really, we don't, they're only going to miss their projected start date by two weeks. Not terrible. The 13th of 15th is really kind of bouncing in that area. Because a couple things came up for that. We'll get into the main uh, reason in a second. Talk about realignment. We'll talk about that mm-hmm. as well. A little controversy for the Blues. I thought was interesting. If you have the NHL package, you recently got an email saying that the you'll start getting charged again on and around January 10th because they're expecting the season to start, basically, around right. that time. So that's one indicator. They wouldn't be sending Correct. stuff like that out if there wasn't a good, hard, like, this is going to happen. Right. Not, it's not like we're just speculating and we may get this happening, but no, it's, I think it's pretty for sure. One of the reasons it's for sure is they finally decided to drop the whole hockey-related re- revenue argument. Right. Uh, you know, Players wanted a certain way. Owners wanted more of the owners wanted things than the players, and the owners decided to say, hey, fine, we agreed to it. Let's just get things going so we can actually have a season. Uh, so it looks like we're looking at a 56-game season. Yep, which isn't too far off from what we had last time before the break. Yeah, so we're getting really close, and then playoffs will start around the no- close to normalish time. The last possible game, which means it goes to Game Seven, Stanley Cup, Cup Finals, final. July fifteenth. So that's not. It's about a month off. About a month off about the because nar- remember they usually have the draft right before um, free agency. Free yes. agency is always like close to July fourth weekend, July first yep. or so. So you're talking, like you said, two weeks off, so they're not too far off. Remember, there's a lot of guys who haven't played hockey in close to a year. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was last February, last March, basically, when they had hockey for some teams like, let's say, Ottawa, Detroit, mm-hmm. a lot of the bottom feeder teams haven't played hockey. So that's one of the reasons they're kind of getting things going, because those teams are going to have training camp start a couple of days early. Right. So they're looking on December 30th. They get like three or four days start, and then mm-hmm. the rest of the league will start a few days after that. You get about two-week camp. No exhibition games. So you go right into your season. Yep. Which is fine. I, I, whatever. So a lot of things are getting batted around still. We're waiting to hear, uh, talking about having a taxi squad. So you have extra players in case, obviously, the looming threat of somebody getting COVID. Sure. Because there's been no talk about having hub cities so far. That's I haven't it. heard anything about it. So it sounds like it kind of might be like baseball type. Remember, when baseball, they go to a uh, town. It's like three to four games usually. You sure. go for a weekend, it's usually Thursday through Sunday or Friday through Sunday, whatever. So you might have something like that where you're going and playing. Playing series. Yeah, you're playing like maybe two games. So there might be a thing where the Blues do this road trip that we're going to talk about where it's a lot of miles traveled, but they might only do it like once or twice because they're going to play a ton of games in a row. Sure. Uh, so, Which is weird, but at this point, whatever it takes to get the season going. Yeah, so right now – because the border being closed also kind of messes things up to a degree. Mm-hmm. So all the Canadian teams are going to get lumped together. So no matter they're on east or west, they're going to go from one side of Canada to the other. Yep. Um, so because they're not, I think it's I think it's more Canada not letting us in. Than, that's correct. Okay. So um, that's going to be an issue. But I saw the other day that they've cleared trades in this deal. So if I so if say for example we've talked about in the past, I'll say the Blues wanted to throw some players out and acquire Matthew Kachuk. Right. From the Calgary Flames and obviously Canadian team. They would be able to do that. So they would be restricted from trading with Canadian teams because you couldn't get a, a player from that team here. Right. Because of borders. So somehow that would work. I don't know how that would work because I know if you go to Canada, you have to quarantine for two weeks. Yes. Which we talked about last podcast. Yes. So that would be interesting on how they pull that off. You might, because if it's two weeks, that might be a lot of games with the condensed schedule. Yeah. So. 
uh, yeah, a lot of, like I said, a lot of the nitpicky details we're going to figure out, and also the big thing is how they're going to play games, and that's still something we can't even speculate yet because nobody has no idea how they're doing that. Hell, we don't even know what division we're going to be in yet. Yeah, so the division-wise, we thought for the longest time be a central-type division where mm-hmm. they divide it up into three sections across the country. Everybody in the west side of the country is one. Everybody in the central kind of be interesting because you'll south have... South and central, yeah. It'd be more, yeah, be, it'd be more central-south, I guess. And then you're northeast. Northeast because everybody's jam, you know, jam-packed up right. there, obviously. So we kind of thought we would be getting that. Well, that didn't happen. Maybe. Yeah, possibly. It's weird because it came out that the Blues would be in the West Division, which is interesting because it's basically everybody on the West Coast. You're talking about all three California teams. Mm-hmm. Arizona, yep. Colorado. Yep. Vegas. Vegas, which is interesting. I think that's one of the reasons why I want to say they got lumped in that because of they want to do that play up that whole Petro. Petro thing. I think that's one of the reasons why. But they won't be saying that. The one out of the central outside of Colorado that I would think not be in it was Dallas. Right. So Dallas is in this one along with us. So an interesting thing is, I, like I, I'm reading this off of uh, the STL Today article, which I thought had a lot of good info. So if you, they do one-way trips for the south seven cities, it's around 8,800 miles Okay. total, like flying, obviously. So the west, which is not the west, but the central south one. Yep. Is a little different. Obviously, it's Chicago. We have no games in Chicago, which is weird to think Very about. Very weird. Nashville is another one because that's been kind of a newer rivalry, but a rivalry mm. nonetheless. Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh, but we get back and maybe have the old Detroit rivalry, which would be yep. interesting. Uh, be Carolina, Tampa Bay, and Florida. Mm-hmm. So you get kind of the southeast, south kind of teams. I like the division a lot because, A, it's weak. Pretty weak in my opinion. I you, mean, you look Carolina's at that Carolina's good. Tampa's good. And Florida's us. in the middle. Florida is Always finds ways to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Yeah. They have the potential there. And with Quinville there, I kind of thought they'd be turning around by now. But, you know, Barkov and you thought having Bobrovsky down there to be really good. But anyway, that division, I was like, man, if we get that division, that's a division, like, I think, like. That's a, we finished in the top three for sure. Yeah. So the other one, it's very much a the haves and have-nots in the quote-unquote West division. I think it's oh, yeah. very much Colorado, Dallas, Vegas, us. Mm-hmm. And four, mind you, Stanley. My Dallas was in Stanley Cup last year, so yeah, yep. you got to consider them still a contender. We just won it two years ago. Year before that, Vegas was in it. Vegas was in it. Colorado was everyone's darling. Yeah, Colorado was up and coming, and they made a couple of trades and yep. signings off season to make them a little a lot better. So those kinda... are that division is brutal. Yeah, that division reminds me of the Central. Like five years ago. Where everybody was When good. you had Chicago, St. Louis, Nashville. Nashville, and to a lesser degree, Minnesota, Minnesota just kicking the bejesus out of each other. Yeah. And that was just always like you got through the Central Division and you got out pretty much unscathed, you could win the Stanley Cup. Yes. That was what we always said for years. And it's just we'd always run into Chicago. Chicago. Or L.A. Or then L.A. we'd face. And that's yeah. when L.A. was humming. So anyway. So two divisions what we could be in. So then first we were in the West Division. Mm. That came out, and Blues fans were not happy because yep. obviously all the nine thirty starts, all the nine thirty starts, and we always we have this very much like when the playoffs started, we always got the very last game, which was always the eight o'clock, eight thirty, mm. nine o'clock starts. Yep, and we're like we're playing Central teams, like what the hell? And we had these weird starts during the Stanley Cup playoffs when we were going through to our first Stanley Cup. How many times did we have the 
8.30 starts because, oh, yeah. of, you know, we had a lot of weird starts, and it's just like we're at home, and we got to wait till 8.30 to play yeah. a game. And you're like – Dude, I remember leaving a game against San Jose, and I think it was like 12.30 the, in the morning. It was the overtime game. Was the, was the hand pass game? Game – Or the – Three, yeah, yeah game three, pass. the hand pass game. Yeah, so it was almost like it was already twelve thirty. Yeah, because it was an eight eight thirty start. Game. Yeah, yeah. So was, we had of those games. So if we in the central, it'll be okay. A little, you know, when you go down south, obviously the time change is a little off. Sure. And, and Carolina obviously east, so yep. it's an hour, one hour ahead. And then Detroit hour, Columbus hour. So you're talking like okay, we might have some six o'clock games, but you know, okay, like, whatever, that's fine. I can do a six, but the nine thirty games, I was not thrilled about it, but I was like. And I get hockey. Okay, we'll make it work or whatever. And the other thing that came out is Gray Wyshynski came out and had a tweet basically saying the Blues offered to play in the West Division. And they talked because their regional sports network, being Fox Sports Midwest, said they preferred them to have be in the West for time for scheduling reasons. Basically for Cardinals could play first. I was going to say that screams the they don't want to go right against after. the Cardinals. That way. Fox Sports comes out and puts out a nice little press release when they've been contacted saying, we had no input in this. and we, ha- <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't do nothing about nothing. We will gladly play whatever yeah. time the Blues play. We are here for the play St. Louis Blues games. Okay. So yeah. then, magically, the next day, a Blues are in the Central. Minnesota is <laughs> now in the Central. And Dallas uh, – excuse me, Minnesota is out of the Central. Into the West. Into the West. Dallas, apparently – is into the central, not us. First, you thought it was us, but then you read the article. It's technically Dallas. now Minnesota because they were saying if the Blues want to keep the Winter Classic in 2022, because obviously that's not happening. Right. Think about it. We, we think about this. When we were talking about the, getting the Winter Classic back in January last year, mm-hmm. this time we'd be ramping up talking about what the. We'd be two weeks away. Two weeks away. Remember, we talked about possibly like trying to go up there, at least tailgate up there. Oh, I have friends who were working on getting us tickets. Yeah, we were going to head up there. and We were going to start a petition to get our boy on the alumni game. Yeah, so it was like we were trying. Like, we were all like ready to go. Yep. And now it's like so weird to think about where we were at a year ago talking about the Winter Classic. I know. Now we're like, so right now there's no guarantee the Blues even play in the Winter Classic against the Wild in 2022. That's correct. And I think one of the reasons why Minnesota getting switched to – because apparently Minnesota's like, we'll play wherever as well. They're very much right. whatever. Switching Minnesota for Dallas out, I think I – think Keeps the rivalry. I think it's the rivalry, and also I think it helps kind of make the divisions a smidgen more competitive. I think Dallas going over to the other division helps be, make that division more competitive. Yeah. It oh. gives, I, think, I think Minnesota is very much like not great – but Minnesota's going, in a rebuild. Let's just be honest. Yeah, they got some. They're, you know, they're working through things. They got a new GM, yep. Bill Guerin, trying to get through and try to get some guys in and some guys out. Yep. So I think the they're not great, but not they're trying to rebuild on the fly or retooling. I guess sure. you could say. But so I think they have a potential to be okay, but they also trade their top goalie away. So who knows? Have I ever told you my Bill Guerin story? No. Remember Bill Guerin Blues for three half a season? Back when they were terrible. Yeah. For one, so, for half season. But Bill Guerin turned into what current St. Louis Blue player? Ooh. He was, we traded our draft pick to somewhere, and that draft pick was used to pick. If I give you a clue, it's You got me. A yeah, fan favorite. Really? David Perron? It was the San Jose pick that we got. We traded Bill Guerin for. Huh. Which was David Perron was. Anyway. So the year that I went to the Winter Classic in Pittsburgh, um, we stayed at the hotel that the NHL put everyone up at because I got to go as part of the road crew 
for one of the bands that was playing between periods. Uh, Hinder. Uh, fans of the show Hinder. Yep. Um, so we're sitting there the night before, and the time of the game was in flux. Because if you remember, it was supposed to rain that day. It was day. raining, yeah. Yeah. So it's New Year's Eve, and we're sitting in the hotel lobby waiting for the buses to go to the NHL's New Year's Eve party, and Bill Guerin's in the hotel. And I have a blues hat on, and I'm like, I'm going to go get Bill Guerin's autograph. And they're like, and was he currently playing? No. Or he was retired. retired. Just retired. Okay. Just retired. he did play Pittsburgh after. Correct. I think he went from San Jose. I think he signed with Pittsburgh and finished his career in Correct. Pittsburgh, I believe. So I went up to Mr. Guerin, and I said, Mr. Guerin, I said, I'm a big fan. I'm from St. Louis. I'm a huge blues fan. I said, would you mind signing my hat? He's like, yeah, of course. And he signs my hat, and I was like, I got to tell you, man. I really wish that we could have kept you in St. Louis. And he looks at me and he's like, no offense, buddy. There was nothing good about staying on that team. And I was like, oh, that hurts my soul. But I know you're right. <laughs> yeah, because that was the year we just – They're terrible. They're absolutely awful. Bill Guerin was the best player on the team. Yeah, I think he – Was like him and – was that the year we also had Jason Arnott? Uh, no. Or was, was that like, after? That was later, yeah. yeah. But we had uh, – but that was the year we had uh, him. And I think, like, that's where we had weight, but we traded weight – Never traded away yeah. to Carolina for, and then it got. And he the, won the cup. He won and the came cup, back. and he came back after that. Yeah, but yeah, that's when. Uh, I, trust me, that was the one. That's when I worked as an intern down there, and I got to see every single Blues game, oh. and, and it was like one of those years where it's just like soul crushing. Where it, the only game that was like really exciting, which was recently, was or not recently, anniversary of, was uh, it was the Hall uh, raising the banner game. Or was oh. it? No, it was, excuse me, it was McKennis. Yeah, because Hall they got their. No, it was also that game too. It was a, it was five to one. Oh. Halls was five to nothing against Detroit. That's when oh. Detroit was awesome, and we got smoked both games because we're like, no more retire numbers, none. <laughs> Don't retire any numbers. So oh I'm, God, who do they play this year when they retire Pronger? Oh, yeah. that's a, Oh, please don't let it be Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> don't let it be Detroit. My guess is they'll push that off for another year. Think so? Oh, yeah. Put I fans in the put stands. Fans in yeah. the stands. I think that's that's a big money. Gen- I mean, mind you, they're already sold out as it is. I'm kind of interested. But remember, they had a wait list. Yeah, for tickets. Who knows after everything? I got to tell you right now, I haven't I haven't received communication from the St. Louis Blues about my season tickets in over a calendar year. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, obviously it's been in flux for a while. So I mean, it's not surprising because yeah. I think way St. Louis is with everything that's going on, and I just I would be shocked if we get any kind of remotely any fans into the stands, even at twenty five percent capacity, which I thought might be possibly if they could like yeah okay let's we can have guys spread out, but I think obviously all the tickets would go to season ticket holders Full first. Season tickets, yeah. They never go to the public first, no. never. No, and I think I might be lucky and get like I'm a twelve season twelve game guy. I might get like a game. Yeah, and then I, I would think though that. With a limited amount of games, obviously 56 games, so 28 at home. Yeah. Quote, unquote, home, I guess, depending on how they do things. So, sure. right now, we don't know what division they're in. We do know hockey is back. They have agreed, which is great. They've agreed on the big thing, which is the revenue. At the end of the day, everything boils down to money, mm-hmm. no matter where you're looking at for sports. Money, money, money. Oh, for sure. So It's a business. That's done, That's been settled. Yep. It's just getting everything else into place. As right. of this recording, which is uh, we're recording on a Sunday, the 13th, um, as of right now, that's all has been decided. Right. So, of course, knowing our luck and how podcasts we are work. Something's going to happen tonight or tomorrow. Yep. But by midweek, I'm sure everything will be finalized and this podcast will be dated. But whatever. Whatever. So, we figured give you at least a little bit of news and we'll talk about some other fun stuff before the holidays and kind of wrap things up mm-hmm. uh, for the year. So, then 
expect us. We're going to do our usual preview show and stuff. The like me and Chris are going to. You know, right now we're still face to face. Everything's good, obviously, because yep. both of us are still doing very good on the uh, isolating. We're doing our trying uh, to distance thing, and uh, if not, we'll do our usual uh, thing via the computer. But we always think it's fun to see face to face. Agreed. And so, uh, one thing is, I want—I don't know if you saw this story. I thought it was a little, little fun things here while we wrap up the show. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, his rookie card. Obviously, did you see this? One million dollars. A little bit over that. So his. OPG, that's that brings you back. That is OPG back. So, all right, let's all right. nerd out. There's tops and there's OPG. Yeah, the exact same card, different brand name on the top, which is weird. And yet, the OPG one is more They're always that way. For some reason, way. OPG is always worth more than tops. Because remember, like when that started to go away, so then you had like Don Russ was more. Don Russ was always like baseball. They never really mm-hmm. got into like hockey. And it was all. Correct. Then you had upper deck. Upper and upper deck was like always like the high end one when I when it was. I'm yep. not trying to date myself or make Chris feel bad, but when I was like younger in my like you know, ten to like eleven year old Jason, uh, upper deck packs were always the expensive ones. Mind oh yeah, you, I say, always. I say expensive, and then now it's like like they're like two something a pack. I was paying more than that when I was a kid. Yeah. Upper decks were like four something. Yeah, maybe I'm thinking of the higher, but uh, yeah, because in like the cheaper packs like the opg packs then for me were like a buck for a pack right and now you look back and like man i kind of wish i did this so anyway opg opg collectible the gretzky rookie card from 78 79 it's the first ever hockey card to fetch seven figures yep uh, it's my mint condition and i'm looking at it now nothing special i mean just it sold for 1.29 million dollars at auction the first ever hockey card to reach that so i thought that was a Interesting kind of, yeah. The see, like, because mind you, uh, hockey cards. I say card collecting is kind of, it's coming back. It's slowly. It seems like that's been a thing lately. Like with this pandemic, I've noticed people collecting things are a little bit more, like more. Well, I think people like sit down and kind of like they're trying to recapture the other problem stuff that makes them happy and stuff from your youth. In the in the nineties, the market got flooded. Mm-hmm. There were so many different brands of cards. You know, we just mentioned, what, four in the last 30 seconds between Opeachy, mm-hmm. Tops, Don Russ, and Upper Deck. That's not even taken into account, like, score and pro set. And the score, fact that, yeah. that Upper Deck has, like, five different versions and Tops has, like, three different sets. Um, it got to the point where there were so many different cards that, you know, it wasn't that hard to find a card of your favorite player. Um, you know, even even the rare ones um, weren't that rare anymore. I remember the most value, the two most valuable cards I ever pulled out of a pack of cards. One I crushed before I pulled it out, and that was the year that Michael Jordan played baseball. baseball. There was one Michael Jordan card in every box of Upper Deck, mm-hmm. and there was like I think twenty four packs per box. So my friends and I went in. Four of us, and we split a pa- split a box, and everyone opened their cards, and no one had it. And I was the last one open. I'm like, I can't believe none of us got it. And I grabbed my pack and I crushed it up in anger, and it was just that all telling, like, oh my god, there was a card left in there, mm-hmm. and it was the Jordan. Uh. Um, and then I pulled a Gretzky Blues subset card, which was the odds of getting one of the subsets was like. One in a hundred packs, yeah. 
And then the odds of getting the Gretzky was like one in a hundred over top of that. I should have sold it the day I got it, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to because it was a blues card. A blues card, yeah. Like the guy at the store, as soon as I pulled it out, offered me 125 bucks for it. And I was like 14. I'm no, like, yeah. no way, man. Yeah, no, yeah, you're like. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's coming back because apparently, you know, so many of these companies have stopped making cards or stopped making certain sets that it's rarer now. Yeah. You know, there aren't so many different options. Yeah, and the little one that's kind of the popular thing now is like jersey cards. So you have like mm-hmm. the piece of a jersey. So if you have like a number of the jersey, it's worth more. If you have like multiple colors of the jersey, it's worth more too. Yep. And I think they're, I think they're, I wouldn't be surprised if they do like, Reverse retro ones. Oh, you know they will. Eventually they will. So cool like that. So that was a really kind of interesting kind of mm-hmm. good NHL story. Do you remember the hunt for Brett Hall rookies back in the day when mm-hmm. they were like 200 bucks for an OPG or like 150 oh, yeah. for a When he was on the, ca- the Calgary one. The, where I, yeah, because he Cal- had the Calgary sweater. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, the, uh, the one that I wanted, which was the official Hall rookie, was he's in a Blues jersey but it was cut off above the note, so it looks like he's wearing a plain jersey. Oh. I was never able to afford the Opeachy one, but like 10 years ago, I found a shop selling the Tops one for like 40 bucks, and I was like, I'm buying a Brett Hall rookie yeah, just like, to finally have it. To have it. Uh, I remember, I guess the best thing, I'm trying to think of the one that I pulled. It was nothing crazy, because I wound up selling it right away, because I just didn't care, because at the time I was I was like a Blues and also a Colorado Avalanche fan. Mm-hmm. So remember they made a uh, Wah got traded. Yeah. And so I think it was the like upper deck was like a pinnacle like special edition. They had like a certain series and it was just like a pulling out like you said same thing with your Gretzky pulling a while and I pulled it and he had just the white mask cuz he didn't even have like a right. avalanche mask. I pulled it and the guy was just like I'll give you 30 bucks right now for that card. And I was just like, "Oh, okay." You know, like I was like, "Or oh, I'm like time to make myself super uh, nerdy now, but I was like super into playing Magic the Gathering." Yeah, whatever. And I was just like uh, I'll take. How about you give me that box of Magic, Magic the Gathering? And he's just like, okay, and just gave it to me. And I'm just like, All right. great. Mind deal. you, mind you, who knows? I I still have those still pricing around. Who knows? Those are probably worth. Those sure. are probably worth something too. But anyway, that was a fun little uh, thing to bring up as we close to wrap up the show here. Uh, last thing I want to bring up for friends of the show, Brooke Royal. If yes. you didn't have our themes, uh, the song we use, uh, Bleed Blue. They released new music this week. Yes, they did. That was cool. So uh, go check out their all their socials. I believe we wait. I believe what's called right. Correct. Yeah. So uh, check that out. It's all on all the streaming services on Spotify and all the good stuff. And then we're still waiting for like official kind of dates. And hopefully, when things get somewhat normal, they'll have a show, and we can uh, go to a show. Thank God. I, I I would kill to go to a show. Yeah, it's been a long time. Cause mm-hmm. I think the last the last show I know you know you went a lot more before me, but the last show we went to was a uh, dinosaur pileup. Yeah, yeah. Last show I can remember, I was at so hockey games and concerts. Hopefully, hopefully things start to progress. I think we saw the vaccine thing got approved this week, mm-hmm. so hopefully we'll uh, start moving towards having normalcy. God, that'd be great. Hopefully by mid year we'll start to see some uh, somewhat normal. We can happening. hope. Yeah. We can hope. We'll see. So. Uh, I think that's about all our little hockey news. I tried to do some quick stuff and just double check to make sure nothing was happening on Twitter, <laughs> real quick, from what I could tell. So we're good to go. So we're not going to super date this. Like I said, give it time, and we'll have all the details of the NHL season by midweek if it, if everything plays out the way normally happens. So if you want to get a hold of us on Twitter, it's at Blues Hockey NHL. I'm at Hossapalooza. And if you get a hold of us on Facebook or Instagram, look up 
at Blues Hockey Podcast, and also on our website at the Blues Hockey Podcast.net or .com. Remember to download the podcast at all your favorite podcast uh, places, such as Apple Podcast, Google Play, Google Podcasts, whatever it's called now, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Pocket Cast, Radio Cast, Radio Public. And hopefully soon it's been submitted. Haven't heard the official things. Maybe it'll be on here by the time we're done. And also on Amazon Music. So if you have an Amazon account, you'll be able to listen to it on there for free. So I think that wraps it up here just for we thing. Oh, last big thing. So you'll, if you check out our socials that I just mentioned on Facebook and Instagram specifically, it will also be on Twitter as uh, just a link to it. We're doing a little contest as a thank you for listening to the show. Mm-hmm. So it's not just something little, just something that we kind of had, I found and decided to pick up. Um, also, we got a little uh, like Christmas-themed snowman. It has some blue stuff on it that yep. you put together. Also, our friends over at Rockstar Taco Shack gave us some Rockstar dust Which is hella good. Yeah, which you can't put on virtually anything. Which Literally. Is, so make sure. So thanks to Will over at... Uh, Rockstar Taco Shack at the Diamond Music Hall, which is currently open right now. Yep. So go check them out over in uh, St. Pete. St. Peter's. I almost said St. Charles, but in St. Mary. St. Charles. St. Mary. So, yeah, because right now, then they have a Rockstar Dust there you can get. Yes. Also, their new uh, taco shirt. The new taco pretty, shirt is great. I need yeah, to get one. Yeah, so go ahead and get those. Give them to all your friends and pick up some great food while you're there. Yes. So and also we'll mention our friends were upcycle hockey as well. While we're Correct. Here. So check that he had some new stuff. He released some reverse retro uh, gear uh, on his uh, Etsy. So go ahead and check that out as well. So I think and uh, like I said, check out our socials for that contest. Learn how to win all that stuff. It'll be on Facebook and Instagram, and we'll uh, have that running the rest of this week. And I'll get it out. My goal is to get it out before Christmas, and then I'll get it out and get it sent to you. Who knows how the, po- po- the post office is running? So hopefully it is. Uh, it's going to be very busy because I've already sent stuff this year. So, well, everybody have a very good holiday. In case we do not get back here from you guys, or Agreed. so thanks for listening this year, and hopefully we get to have some uh, new details on our official hockey season. You know, whatever it's whatever you want to call it. I'm fine with whatever. I'm not one of those people who are going to say like, oh, it's not a real season or you're not real <laughs> cup Shut winners. Up. Shut up. Who cares? Hockey's back. That's all that matters. All right. So hopefully, and hopefully, it's not a bunch of nine thirty games. I hope not. Hey, they said it doesn't matter ratings wise because they have a diff- literally no difference in ratings if it's at seven o'clock or nine thirty. I mean, I'm gonna watch you. Guess way. what? Blues fans will watch hockey whenever it's on. It's the truth. We'll see you guys then. Thanks for listening. See you.